Awesome. It is good to be with you again, Wes, for a new series. How are you doing? Yep, doing fine, all ready to go. Brilliant. And a big welcome to those of you who are listening. Today, we're starting a new series called Coming to Jesus. And this is where we are linking um, Acorn Christian Live, which is our Tuesday healing uh, service and this coffee pods together um, over the next month. And Wes, can you just explain a little bit about why we've chosen to do that? Yeah, well, it, uh, people may or may not know, but we are starting healing hubs um, across the UK, but also um, with some of our friends in other countries as well. And so one of the things that's going to happen is they're obviously using Acorn Christian Life um, as the service part of the prayer. And so we wanted to try and find a way that we could a resource that and help that, but also um, stimulate and fuel faith that, that yeah. maybe this is our moment. Maybe maybe just being part of, of this hub or coming to the hub meeting is going to help us. So one of the things we wanted to do is to put those two things together. So people get, if you like, two bites of the cherry. They get to hear both the Acorn Live service, but then they get to hear you and I just chew it over afterwards mm. and say, you know, so what was going on? It's interesting, Lisa, isn't it? When we read the Bible, we can often read them um, as we were taught in Sunday school, uh, as Sunday school stories. Yeah. Um, and we come with with two things in mind. Um, what does this mean for me? Okay, so how is this going to change me? And actually, that's nothing wrong with that, that we do that naturally. But of course, the other thing is, we sometimes miss actually what was happening for the people mm. in real time on the page. Mm. And, and so as I've looked at the healing stories, and as I've prayed for people um, in, in, you know, in, in my own lifetime, and seen that there's a very human dynamic in those mm. moments, and it's there in, in the stories, in the people mm. that Jesus encounters. So it just struck me that God knows. I mean, I know it sounds really <laughs> crazy, but he does. And so I wanted to sort of just investigate some of that. And, you know, the short service, we can touch into that, but it gives us another 15 minutes to pull some of that out. And also mm. I wanted to just help um, people who were joining in with a hub to know the journey that they're going to take. Um, you know, it's going to be a really natural, easy journey. And, and so just to give, a, if you'd like to open a door and say, hey, you could come in. That's brilliant. Yeah. And I think it's wonderful to have a, a forum or a platform where actually you can chat through these things, uh, which is also something we do at the Acorn Lounge, isn't it? We, we take what we've been looking at or learning, or if you've got questions yourself about anything of the Christian Healing Ministry, and then we sort of have an opportunity to pull it apart which is very helpful for everybody um but what what are some of the things behind the new series what sort of things are we going to be looking at well we're going to look at the people that jesus interacted with the, the, those who came to him um and yeah some of them that he sort of goes to as well um mm. and and the reason being is they're just like you and me lisa they're just ordinary yeah. people they they could mess things up. They had hopes and dreams and fears. They were dealing with stuff that we deal with. In fact, one of the things that we do in the Healing Academy, one of the sessions um, I, I teach on is what actual diseases did Jesus actually heal? Right. So I, I, sat, I sat down with, my, with, a, with a doctor and said, what would you call this? You know, mm. here's the Bible story. What do you call that in real life? You know, and of course, when you begin to see that Jesus has actually healed those things mm. it makes you think well maybe i'm included in that so 
in a sense, we're going to meet people who have the sort of stuff that we have, yeah. um, that Jesus encountered and healed, and some other stuff as well. Um, but we're also going to look at how, um, not just how they were healed, but how he did it, how he was doing so much in our lives. And of course, one of the things about Acorn is that we are, we believe in healing body, mind and spirit. You know, yeah. we're, we're whole people. So they're the sort of things that we're going to look at, some of the characters. Um, do you know, I often wonder, as you read the Bible, um, how would you feel about sitting next to Zacchaeus in church? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, or the leper? Or, or do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because this happens real time to real people, and this is a real Jesus. Now, that's such a key point, because as you're listening, you may have something you're bringing with you to this series or you may suddenly identify with something that we are going to be exploring through these healing uh, stories and so that's such an encouragement I think just to start with that these are real stories real Jesus and that he's done it before um, so maybe carry that that truth that he's done this before as we go through but why don't we start today Wes okay. I'm excited about this who are we looking at today in our first episode of Coffee Pods? First coffee pods, we're looking at the leper. The white, he's the one who comes and says, depending on what translation of the Bible you have, um, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Now, funnily enough, Lisa, it's in all three of what is called the synoptic gospels. So Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And John is not a synoptic gospel because he doesn't do a, a chronological sort of narrative. He does a much more mm. theological one. Okay. But all the, the other three are just like uh, in, t in a timeline and saying this happened and this happened and funnily yeah. enough it really interests me the 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 events in the gospels that are either in all four or certainly in all three of the synoptic gospels because obviously that made a huge impression definitely yeah not just on the crowds and the people but on the disciples they thought oh whoa hang on a minute <laughs> jesus is out the box you know yeah and, and i I love this fact that, you know, in, in, during the COVID season, it's like God has, is out, left the building. You know, he's in real life. So yeah. they looked at it and they thought, OK, so here's this leper. What's unique about that story? Well, I mean, stacks of it. I mean, just even <laughs> from the fact that he should have never approached Jesus. Yeah. Jesus should never have touched him, you know. And, and so here is God on earth just completely messing um, everything up major thing that really impressed me is the touch of god mm -hmm. is that like when god can and in jesus literally physically touch a life but can still do that now what's that like do you think that there's still a thought for some people that you can't approach jesus i know it's obviously different because we don't physically approach him now but do you think some people do live with that thought that i can't approach him i you know i can't reach out to him and that gets in the way of healing uh, yeah i think that's certainly true and and not just healing but also forgiveness and and wholeness yeah, and, yeah. and everything i think um some people grow up with the idea that god is remote we got that out of a little bit of greek um philosophy that god was somewhere else um, yeah that he'd set the the you know the whole planet spinning and then gone off on vacation and just said mm. well i've started this good luck get on you're on your own um but also the fact that i don't know about you but you know there are moments when 
you just feel it's not the problem's not God's problem it's my problem you know I just trying to say God do, do you really want me there you know mm. I mean many Christians grow up with the idea that God loves them because he has to but he doesn't really like them definitely yeah you know and actually when you discover that God loves you and he actually really likes you you know <laughs> and, and, and I, I do the sort of thing of if God was picking teams you'd be first you know be, yeah. be, and and most of us get have had those negative experiences but let alone that but just about the life issues that we think are beyond God's reach that we are untouchable God mm -hmm. wouldn't want to be involved because I did this or yeah. because I'm that, because I've made these choices, because I got divorced, because I, you know, I, I took recreational drugs at some point, yeah. because I, you know, I have a, you know, a, a drink problem, but because, and they think all of those things are the things that God will say, you're not coming in here. Mm. <laughs> and actually, I think they're the things that God says, oh, good, you've come. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we were hoping you would. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, I, I think that's really amazing that the church exists for people who've messed life up yeah. and are looking for help, not for people who've got it perfectly made. Yeah. Know, Jesus says, it's not the healthy that need a doctor, it's the sick. You know, that's why <laughs> I guess that's why I'm in both ministries of being, you know, an Anglican priest, but also in the healing ministry as well. Mm. But I love this. I, I absolutely love this. It's the only time, Lisa, in any of the new testament that the willingness of god to heal is questioned if you're willing yeah um, passion translation says if you really want to you know <laughs> and that's the only time and jesus says yes absolutely why wouldn't i okay that's that's the wes sutton translation of the bible there <laughs> jesus, jesus says yes absolutely why wouldn't i isn't it interesting lisa that we've started christian theology on other scriptures that only appear once mm. Yeah. Jesus only says once, you must be born again. Mm. But actually, and, and you must, and it's absolutely true, just in case anybody's worried <laughs> about that. But we've created a whole evangelistic campaign theology out of that one scripture. Mm. 12 that talk about new birth. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, I, and I've done it myself and I love it. <laughs> but actually, on that same basis, this is the only time the willingness of God to heal is questioned. And it's, yeah, it's true because I think we do question it like daily sometimes, don't we now? You know, yeah. we, we may not say it like that if you're willing, but in our heads and our hearts, we could well be thinking, is he, is he willing or if you're willing? Very yeah. interesting point. Mm. And so I guess in a sense, Lisa, if there is, um, you know, if there's a, a thing that, that I, I would want out of this coffee pot people to know that that there is nothing that's untouchable as far as God is concerned I mean just think about the mm. leopard can you imagine just Jesus reaching out his hand and touching the decaying rotting flesh of mm. this man I mean I mean I, even just talking about it now I'm just thinking oh my goodness me yeah you know and 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 yet he is willing and he speaks so much life to this guy that and, and I, I you know I keep going on about this but I want to find the guy and say what happened next because the Bible mm. doesn't tell us it just says he went off and you know told everybody <laughs> but I, I, what happened did, it, did his skin start to reform did, did the limbs that had been eroded did they grow I mean because clearly he is healed and clean 
enough for Jesus to send him into the synagogue and say, oh, hi, guys, I'm here. Look what's happening. Yeah, today. yeah. So th this is not, a, you know, let's go and pretend. This is something mm -hmm. so visible, so tangible that a skeptical priest in the synagogue cannot deny you know the, when this guy gets the priest the priest isn't going to go and sit there and think oh i don't know <laughs> really he's going to look at this guy and say what on earth happened to you mm. five fingers hey look you know yeah yeah so so i think there's something absolutely so you know i, I asked the question what what do we think is unreachable? What do we think is untouchable? What, what's, what's become untouchable in us mm. to the point that we think even God might not be able to do that? Mm. Yeah, um, and I wonder why we've let it get to that point. Why have we let it become untouchable or unreachable? Yeah. Mm. And, and often, you know, yeah, experience. I mean, I can understand that, you know, um, uh, as somebody who prays for the sick do you know one of the worst things that can happen to you is as somebody comes and asks for prayer then they tell you all the people who pray for them first and it hasn't happened oh gosh you know so they say billy graham and mother Teresa and the pope and <laughs> you know the prophet elijah and, and then they come to you and you think right great yeah. <laughs> um, but but i understand that for people who have been through that and had hoped and reached out mm. and it and and ha hasn't happened in that moment and I can understand how that becomes a sort of feeling that this is untouchable this is unreachable how can we uh, journey with people in that ways do you think well I, I love the fact that the it says in the NIV when the guy says you know if you're willing um it says Jesus was indignant other versions have he was moved with great compassion the mm. word uh, Lisa, it's an incredibly intense emotional word. Mm -hmm. It's almost on on the on the par of a righteous rage. All right. Jesus is angry about the leprosy, about what this this decaying, destructive reality that is happening to this man. He is mm. absolutely incandescent with divine, holy anger about this. And so the first thing I would say is this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Absolutely. This is not the way it's supposed to be. And mm. I guess if there's a, if there's a takeaway from this and, you know, we've done and now and then, so I, I'm, I'm going to give everybody a takeaway for each yeah, um, great. coffee pod. Here's the takeaway. Um, Jesus is willing. That's not the issue. The, the issue is working out the how not the maybe okay can okay, you explain jesus, that a little bit more jesus is willing full stop end of <laughs> sentence he is willing yeah my problem now is not to work out the maybe is he but the how is it going to happen okay and i think one of one of the things that we've been looking at in acorn over the last little while has been the journey that we take towards healing both body, mind, and spirit, and how, as a team, we can pray effectively for that, um, mm. and how we can release that on the earth, because that's what the church is supposed to do. We are supposed to be the people who not just only say, your kingdom come, your will be done, but who, through whose prayers it actually happens. So that's why mm. it's been great when we've seen some people healed, and yeah, it happens in church history. There are seasons of great, you know, 
outpouring of it. There mm. are seasons when it seems to be a little less, but we keep working through all of those seasons. Say, Lord, we know that you're willing. Show us how this is to happen. That's, so that's really, yeah, really helpful. Yeah. That's my take I, yeah, fantastic takeaway and something to really ponder and pray over as well. Um, I'm excited for the next the next discussions we're going to have and, and the stuff we're going to be talking about at Acorn Christian Live. I think this is, as we've actually said, this is real stuff, isn't it? Real issues yeah. um, that yeah. all of us grapple with. Um, we, we're going to pray, but also just to let you know as you're listening that if you do want to receive prayer, we have a team here who pray daily just send us your name you don't have to send all the uh, details and we'll be willing to pray for you uh, but Wes will you kindly now pray for those who are listening yes absolutely you. if you're on the coffee pod with us today whatever you're getting this just place your hand on your heart as we pray and just say after me Lord Jesus I know you are willing Please show me how. And I put my trust fully in you. And Father, I simply ask now that for those who are reaching out with us here, Lord, though we're not with them, you are present. And I ask, demonstrate, Lord, your love, your deep compassion, and your grace and power over them today body, mind, and spirit. I ask this in the name of that same Jesus who says to a leper, I am willing, be made clean. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Wes. And thank okay. you guys for listening and we'll catch you all soon. We hope that you found this week's episode of Coffee Pods helpful and inspirational. If you like what you're listening to, please give us a like and share. We'll catch you soon.